0: welcome to the dope cfo podcast where you can find the best information for accountants and bookkeepers that want to start and grow a highly profitable and flexible remote cannabis account firm with your hosts naomi granger and andrew hunziker now that's dope
1: hi i'm andrew hunziker cpa out of um, oregon and i've been may i do a quick introduction of myself i've been Uh, CFO and CPA for over 20 years, um, focusing on the cannabis space the last four years in Oregon and um, have many clients all over the U.S.
0: Yes and I'm Naomi Granger and I've been working in public accounting for the last 10 years and I just ventured off and started my remote accounting firm last year in June of 2017. And so uh, over this time I ended up meeting Andrew around uh, August or September and him and I decided to start working together in December. And that's where dope CFO was born.
1: Yes, that's great. So, um, so what's it like to be remote? You know, Naomi and I, we've been partners, like she said, since December, we've yet to meet each or we met each other once in person and that's it, but we work together every day.
0: And I have never met my clients. Um, And I'm able to service them each and every month without actually physically being sitting in their office um, in a desk. So can you really be remote as an accountant? That is the topic for today's discussion. A lot of people that we speak to who come from public accounting backgrounds and in corporate accounting backgrounds, they don't believe us. So we want to crush that topic on today's episode.
1: Yeah, that's great. It's a it's a great topic, and um, I get asked the same as well all the time. And even some of the CEOs we work with at first they don't believe it, but once we work with them for a while, they they actually get it. Um, two of my clients out of state, ones in Hawaii, ones in Texas. We haven't met either. Um, I have I do have a client that's down the street, and I see him occasionally. Although I've actually switched and told him that it's if we want to actually meet let's go meet after work for a beer and just you know talk some work but also talk some non-work and so we we do almost all of our meetings via um google hangout they all follow a very very clear agenda and we do not um we don't just do phone calls once a week or whatever just with no Mm -hmm. agenda reason
0: so, Andrew, let's an, let's first answer the question, why? Why would you want to have a remote accounting firm? What are the benefits of working remote?
1: Well, I think um, some of the benefits include, I think, one, a lot of us accountants are introverts and we just don't love to be around noisy work environments with people, you know, up and down interrupting you a lot where you know you do need to focus to do accounting work and if you're in an office environment or you even go to the client space and you're in their conference room or whatever people come and go it's very hard to do actual work so if i am actually at a client space even now i don't even plan to do any work i just plan to go if they really want me there in a rare instance um we'll just go have a very focused meeting but um Mostly, people I think want to be able to just work from home. They don't want to do the driving or commute time. Mm-hmm. I talked to a lady today, who she said that she has she's in Denver and she commutes an hour each way to her client. Every mm-hmm. she just has two clients, but she goes there three days a week, and she's wasting six to eight hours a week driving in her car. So it's um, it's time consuming. Mm-hmm. Uh, the The idea of remote, you know, face to face is the big Um, topic when we say remote, we're generally off-site, but even voice and Google Skype meetings, I have severely limited those in my clients because I found that even calls and and video meetings waste a lot of time unless they're very, very focused. So I've kind of adopted some of the lean methods that say whenever you have any meeting of any kind or any call, you have four to five agenda points, you hit those and then you move on. You don't just sit there on the call um, talking generalities.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I know a lot of people can probably relate to the long commute. I know when I started my accounting career, I actually started in Atlanta, Georgia. And if anybody is familiar with Atlanta, they know that the actual (laughs) city of Atlanta is very small, but the suburbs make up most of it. And I lived in Jonesboro, which is a suburb south of the city and I had a client in Alpharetta, which is a suburb way north of the city. So my first job out of college, I was commuting an hour to an hour and a half back and forth to my client and not, and in public accounting, it's not a nine to five. We were working until nine, 10 o'clock each night. We were in busy season. And so having to commute almost three hours every day took so much, that's almost another full-time job. So yeah. I just, love not having to go anywhere.
1: (laughs) You love having, yeah, not to go anywhere. And I think that one of the trade-offs I tell my clients, we do work, you know, just the idea of, okay, I'm going to go work from eight to five and be super productive. Nobody in America is productive eight to five. A lot of people spend a lot of downtime, whether they're surfing the internet, they're on Facebook, they're just talking to friends at the office or whatever they're doing. Nobody can, sit down in a chair for nine hours and work straight through it's just not effective and so mm-hmm. with a remote depending on your lifestyle like I wake up very early I often do a lot of productive work before the kids get up at five to eight in the morning and then I may have a break and go walk the dog and be around the kids or whatever and so you can vary it through the day it's good for my clients because I don't work in a five day week or a eight to five schedule. So if they need something from me at night or on a weekend, I generally will get it back to them. But they also, um, they get that, but it's a huge benefit because right now is a great example. Tax preparers are getting tax returns done. They're, they're asking us questions and sometimes they come at 3am in the morning or on the weekend and they don't want to wait to get my answer back for two days. And so we can get them answers very quickly and so it's a huge benefit to the client actually that we are remote as well um mm-hmm. and we haven't even talked about the fun part yet of uh traveling while yeah. you work <laughs> So
0: i was going to ask you that so we have an interesting dynamic in our partnership andrew is married and he has two children well he has three boys um and i'm single and i have zero kids so we have with when it comes to flexibility we have different dynamics that we can you know discuss here so with flexibility in your family what types of things are you able to experience yes
1: so but really worked out great for us because I've, in Oregon, I don't know how many people are familiar with Oregon, but there's a huge mountain range. that goes right down the center of the state. Oregon's a square state, and I live on the eastern side of the mountains in Bend, Oregon. It's a small town, but our major city Portland's on the other side. So we, we have a place in, our main house is in Bend, Oregon. We also have a small condo in Beaverton, Oregon, a suburb of Portland. There's many of the businesses over in Portland. Um, So we are able to drive back and forth as needed. Um, Not for work, actually, my kids are homeschooled and there's a very special homeschool school in Beaverton, Oregon that uh, my wife found. And so we're able, we commute over there about 20 weeks a year for three days, um, Tuesday to Thursday, generally and so it works out great we can i can take my work wherever i am Uh, my entire office is this laptop computer i don't save Mm -hmm. any paper documents ever of any kind and so i just take my laptop with me wherever i am whether it's a coffee shop or my beaverton location or bend we can go back and forth and live our lifestyle with my work not being any interference what the family wants to do um and same with vacations, we can take, you know, we'll go to Hawaii for a week. It's easy to get to Hawaii from Oregon. This year we planned a 18 day trip to Europe and France. And um, I still know my clients will still need me. I can't just check out for 18 days, but I can, I can do everything I can do from here over there. I'm um, just on a little bit different schedule. And so my my clients will not notice that I'm gone as opposed to, if I just was checking out and saying, I'll see you later in three weeks, don't bug me. Um, they appreciate that I'll be able to continue with their stuff even though we're in Europe. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I it doesn't... About Naomi about it your doesn't... side of it. Cause you, your travel is way crazier than mine and, and it's very exciting to just come back from these two massive trips that we have worked right through with no problem.
0: Yeah, so yeah, that's awesome uh, to hear, Andrew, that this remote work has given you the opportunity to actually have more resources and and, um, offer your children better education because you have the flexibility to take them to a a better school. what i found is i 'm single and i don 't have any kids, so i 'm more flexible and I can just up and go at the drop of the dime um, buy a plane ticket and go different places. so I just recently got back from India, which is, was an amazing three week trip um, we actually I actually went for a wedding, one of our employees, so that 's something we can talk about in a later episode. Uh, we have an employee in India, and we found you know really um, inexpensive labor in India, which is you know just as good. Um, As the labor that you can get anywhere but that's it's really uh, important to leverage all of your resources when you're starting a remote uh, accounting firm but but her brother was getting married and I ended up going to their wedding and it was an amazing five day wedding in India. I have never seen anything like that before. Um, and after the wedding, I had the opportunity to tour Rajasthan. So I went to all of the ama- amazing, temples and forts and I rode camelback and I and I slept under the stars and <laughs> it was just an amazing Hall <laughs> I went yeah of course I went to the Taj Mahal you can't go to India without that Um, but yes it was it was just something and I worked during the time but I was there for three weeks so there's a difference between people feeling like oh you're working on vacation but it's a difference between you know working so hard and then looking forward to a four you know a four-day vacation and wanting to completely shut down as opposed to being able to just take off for three weeks and do work while you are out and vacationing and enjoying an an amazing experience. And it pretty much worked out because of the time zone. India is a half a day ahead of, pacific standard time and so for most of the day when i was having a great time everybody here was asleep. and then as i was going to sleep you know i could spend a couple hours working um, and communicate with the people here in the united states and then as i woke up in the morning people were still awake and i was able to communicate with them and then go have fun in the middle of the day
1: and and you brought up a good point great point too with yeah you had so most of the time that naomi and i've worked together a big chunk of it you've been in california hawaii or india i would say more than half the time so you've been or even i'm my main firm that launches in oregon and even you live in las vegas so whether you're in las vegas or india or wherever it doesn't matter to me we both have jobs to do you still have to work but we built we have other contract bookkeepers that work with us that live in different locations we have two people on our marketing team that live in different cities and states. We have Kush, who lives in India full-time, and she does great work with us on the evening. So we sometimes give her a project at night and we wake up the next morning, it's done. And so we're all with very simple tools. We use Dropbox, Google Drive, Slack, um, email, and Excel, um, work papers and templates that we all have the same, but Mm -hmm. with just a few tools that are very, very low cost, and even Zoom, what we're using right this second, you can have four to five pretty inexpensive apps and run a really good practice um, from start to finish. So that's an, another awesome benefit.
0: Yeah, that brings up a good point. And that's probably something for another podcast, just the back end, the systems and the processes and the things that we have in place in order to make this actually happen. Because when you think about traditional accounting, you think about Books and support and bank statements and physical paper documents so it does take a little bit of a a change in mindset and a change in the way that you operate and the systems that you have in place in order to make this remote thing work
1: and yeah so it's just yeah figuring out what you need to make it happen my one son just missed out on a china trip they're actually getting back tomorrow his group of martial arts students went with their teacher and they actually visited shaolin temples and all that kind of stuff and I looked into, even over there, they, Dropbox, Facebook, Google, YouTube, they're almost all banned in China, but there are ways around it. Pretty much all of his student friends who were on this trip were posting on Facebook daily somehow through wow. <laughs> and providers. And so there, you can always be connected if you want to meet and, yeah. you know, some way, but it's a great point that it's not just us and our clients that are remote from each other, it's often our actual members of our company are remote from each other. So everyone's working where they want and we're sinking in generally daytime hours, but we all have different schedules. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't have to ask, like we have our, our joint calendar as well. So we may have to schedule a call together or whatever, or we'll say, Hey, what are you doing this afternoon? But we don't check every single day. Well, Oh, Naomi's got a lunch with her mother and you're doing something from three to five, or Amara who works in LA is doing, she may be in Atlanta this week. We just know that generally, we're all doing some work every day. And so I've switched that mentality myself several years ago because in the first decade of the century, I worked at a big energy company and I was on the eight to five routine, working a lot of hours and every weekend off and then taking vacations. And since I moved to Oregon in 2010, I just treat days as days, and so I don't have to think to myself it's Tuesday or Sunday. Mm-hmm. I kind of broke my life up into three categories, which are kind of my work and creativity category, my family and friends category, and then my health and hobby category. And so every day, I try to do a little of everything. Like I, I pretty much work a little bit every day. Just it helps me stay current. I never get behind which is good for me because I don't like to feel like I'm behind on anything. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also spend a good chunk of every day with my family and kids and and wife and dog. Um, And I also spend, I'm an active rock climber. And so since I switched that lifestyle, I've been very active in Smith Rocks, Oregon rock climbing community. And so I've been able to pursue kind of my hobbies and interests. And so any given day of the week, you'll find me, kind of doing all three of those things but um never in a 24-hour day you know what are we awake 17 hours that's a lot of hours to split if I divided that right Mm -hmm. into thirds that's six hours each that I can Mm -hmm. spend on what I want to do each day and um and and that goes up and down some some days we're busier right now it's tax season so things are a little hectic Mm -hmm. but slow down a little more after that
0: okay I think we need to figure out a way to wrap it up. What, how should we end it?
1: Um, so we will say hey, do we cover everything, spending time with the family. Um, yeah, so let's, do you wanna talk about the, um, just the, I guess the productivity, the revenue, we'll talk different podcasts about that, about um, how you can actually make more money as a remote CFO.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because you have more hours effectively. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, that'd be a different podcast. So, yeah,
1: maybe you just kind of wrap it up and say, Well, we're gonna you know, talk about more um podcast information. We want to hear what people want to hear about, but um this is a fun one to talk about being remote. Okay.
0: okay. So, yeah, all of that is absolutely good information. And we thought that this would be a fun podcast to be our first podcast because you can absolutely have a remote accounting firm. Both Andrew and I have done it, and both of us have completely different lifestyles. Um, You know, with me being single and no kids, and him being married with children, um, we're both still able to do that, have a lot of flexibility. We're we're both still able to do that and have a lot of flexibility in our schedule and still be very productive and have a highly profitable accounting firm.
1: Yeah, that's I completely agree, and uh, we hope y'all join us for more episodes.
0: Yeah. So if there's any other topics that you'd like for us to to discuss, um, you can go ahead and join the Dope CFO Facebook group, leave your questions and comments there, and we will join you guys in the group. Take care.